Welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And you can listen to all our shows on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And, um, yeah, and feel free to comment and make comments on iTunes, on the reviews, if you have any comments to make. Um, my name's Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts. And I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. How are you doing, Jerry? Extremely well. Oh, great, great. Yeah, w- would you like to introduce our topic today? Oh, very excited to. Yeah. Um, I guess all my friends and people that know me uh, know that I like trivia. I like to do things that I like to know things, experience things that people normally don't do. Right. And right. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Europe this time and um, mention some things that um, one or two may be known but uh, should be experienced, and uh, some of them you may never have heard of or thought of. But I know on Travel Advice, my company, whenever anyone goes anywhere in the world, we like to suggest or recommend or almost in some cases demand that they do these weird little things because it sometimes becomes the most interesting thing of your entire trip. And uh, mm-hmm. let's start with England. Okay. I know, Chris, you're very familiar with England also. Yeah. But uh, a couple of things that while in London – you really should do one of these things. You should really experience a high tea. Yeah, uh, for sure, high tea. Yep, like around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, right? Is yeah, that... sometimes it's 4, but, I four. mean, they have high tea in the afternoon. And um, it's so British that if you don't do it, it's you good. sort of miss a lot of the British culture. Yeah. But uh, yeah. there's even a bus tour as you run around London that serves high tea. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and it's called the B, the letter B, period, afternoon tea bus tour. Oh, man, I never heard of that. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, Yeah, most people have it, and it's kind of bizarre. It's kind of unique and different, and um, kind of makes the touring of London good. And many, many, well, probably all, of the better hotels, the best hotels there, uh, have uh, high tea. And some of the ones that I, uh, two of the ones that I've been to are the Browns Hotel in Mayfair and the Langham, L-A-N-G-H-A-M Hotel on Oxford Street. Uh, as I said, all the expensive hotels have them, but you really should go to one of these because they're very formal um, and kind of British feeling. And then in London, you also have to eat at Rules, R-U-L-E-S, restaurant. It is the oldest restaurant in London. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, and um, it's kind of fun. And um, the food is, is good, uh, good uh, very, quite good. And uh, another thing that uh, when you are visiting or want to visit Westminster Abbey, you should go to Evensong at 5.30 p.m. because you can uh, many times um, hear the choir singing and when people sing, it is really an, a nice experience. Even if you're not religious, you should go 
uh, to Westminster Abbey, and you'll probably go there anyway. But um, make sure you're there at 5:30 for Evensong. At 5:30, okay. Yeah, I really enjoyed w- w- Westminster. I was there, and uh, and there's so many. It's so huge. I mean, it's just uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you could even spend almost a whole day there. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, with all the, I was amazed by the the uh, cemetery area, you know, where all the popes were buried and all the, you know, all the the English royalty and everything. It's yeah, I mean, it, it's famous. Yeah. I mean, you've heard of a lot of the people buried there. Yeah. Because I like visiting cemeteries. Yeah, I do too. Um, I do I, too. Well, let's just right now go to um, Russia, uh, to St. Petersburg. Um because they have a, a, um, a cemetery there that I think we mentioned on our Russia show that you must go to, but you must have a guide or someone that speaks both Russian and English because it's a relatively small cemetery, but it's been there forever. As, as some of the most famous writers and people of Russia are buried there, Tchaikovsky, mm. all of these people. Oh. are buried there. But it's all in Russian, so you don't have a clue. And uh, literally, as you enter the gate and you turn right, um, just right in that area there are probably 15 famous people that you've heard of and you, and you know. And they say, my crap, they're all buried right here. Hmm. And another thing, that if you're in St. Petersburg, you must go to the Museum of Russian Vodka. Of Russian vodka, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's nice. called the Museum of Russian yeah. Vodka. Of course, it's in Russian. Yeah. But that's what it is in English. And um, even though you don't drink vodka, you should go. Because, you can learn about it? Yeah, um, vodka in Russia is like wine in France. Right, right. In Italy. And um, you should go because it's part of their culture. It's their national a national uh, drink, yeah, kind of thing. Well, yeah, it's like Lone Star beer in Texas. Right. right. And, uh, or something like that. In all the world, they have these things. Mm-hmm. And then in France, um, many people do this, but I recommend that everybody that is physically able to is go to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Of oh, the top, yeah, to go to yeah. the top. Yeah, and um, I think it opens at... Nine, it's either eight or nine that opens, and you should be in line at least forty-five minutes early. Okay, before. For the first. Yeah, because it can take forever to get up there. The lines can just go forever, but you only have to wait um, maybe an hour. But if you're early enough, at seven maybe. If it opens at eight or eight, if it opens at nine, I can't remember. I've only done it about four or five times, but it's not super early. But you must go to the top. And the reason that you must be in a little good shape is that there are two stairs that you must climb. No, el- the elevator doesn't go to the very top. It goes to the top. If you want the top, top, you must walk it. And they're quite long stairs, so be prepared for that. And then you must, I recommend everyone, go to the uh, sewer tours. Yeah, that, I've never done that. I, yeah, I've heard it's great, though. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I... Everyone that ever goes to Paris, I recommend they do it. Now, they're 200 years old, and they're famous from Victor Hugo's Les Miserables. Uh, he mentions them in there. And it's an interesting tour. You think how gross. But it isn't. It's not gross. And it takes quite a while, and you walk a long way. So you have to be able to walk or have a cane or something, because you do a lot of walking. And then um, 
if you're in Monte Carlo, down there on the Riviera, uh, you must go to the casino in Monte Carlo. Um, not to go inside, but go there, because every time I've been there, you will see some of the world's most expensive cars parked in front of it. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. these people come to gamble, and um, their cars are parked right there, and you'll be stunned. I mean, sometimes you'll see like 10 or 15 absolutely unbelievably beautiful, fabulous, expensive cars, like Maseratis and Ferraris, and even other, even more expensive. I mean, it's unbelievable. And if you go to Finland, then many Americans don't consider going to Finland. They stay in the normal Scandinavian countries. But if you are in Helsinki, they have an area of town they call the, the Design District, and it's unique, really unique. It's almost worth going to Helsinki to see this because it's different. You've never seen anything quite like the way they've done it. And they even have a design museum. And uh, it represents a lot of the uh, unique uh, Scandinavian architecture and design, the furniture and things like that. Oh, no. Yeah, it's really worth it. And then if you go to Belgium, you must, you must, Eat a Belgian waffle with whipped cream and strawberries. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that, that's a must. Yeah, totally. And it's so good. And yeah. uh, that is—I don't want to say their national dessert, but it's like a hamburger or a hot dog in America. That sounds really good right now. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so you must have it. It's really even if you don't like waffles, you must eat it anyway. And, or a, a, a crepe, a crepe. A crepe and a no, waffle. No, it's a real waffle. A, a waffle, yeah, yeah. It's a Belgian waffle, the, usually yep. the one with the deep holes in it. Right. And um, and they just load it up with fresh strawberries and uh, tons of whipped cream. And their whipped cream is to die for. It, it really is, yeah. Yeah, yeah they use the, the European sugar, not the horrible American sugar we have. And it is really delicious. And uh, while you're in uh, uh, Brussels, you must allow about 30 minutes to 45 minutes, maybe longer. Um, they have a tour, a walking tour. And it goes by two different names. One is the Comic Walk walk Tour, Comic Walk Tour. And the other is the Art Nouveau Walk. And um, they have comic book characters painted on walls of buildings. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, it's very unique, and everyone goes, you know, to the tower and all the other things and the Grandplace and all of that. But you need to go to the um, that comic walk tour, the Art Nouveau tour. And then if uh, there are other things in Belgium you should do, but you've got to do that because it's so unique. No place else in the world has it. And then in Switzerland, uh, many people do this, but make it a must. You must take one of their scenic mountain trains. Yeah, the mountain trains. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. With the, they have a windows. You know, that you can see all uh, on the ceilings, right, and stuff like. Uh, well, some do, opening. and some don't. Okay. But but in some are more narrow gauge, a little smaller. But you've got to do it. I, and I should have looked it up. But the, I I'm going to say they maybe have like 14 or 15 of these. Oh man. And, yeah, they're all over the mountains of Europe, uh, of Switzerland, and you must do at least one or two. And um, the, you just go to um, scenic rail trips in Switzerland, or I like to go to Aspen Wild 
A-S-P-E-N-W-I-L-D.com. We had them on the show one time. Yeah, we do, and um, everyone should go and listen to uh, Greg's uh, talk about uh, Switzerland, and there's a lot about the trains on that show. But you must do it. Every time I go to Switzerland, if I'm there more than uh, two or three days, I get on one of those trains because you know you're in Switzerland and nowhere else in the world, and it's fabulous. Now, in Italy... Everyone tours the Vatican and the Sistine Chapel. Right. And, but don't not do it. You have to do it. If you're in Rome, you must do that. Uh, even if you're not Catholic or religious, you must do it. And they have a, a variety of ways of doing it. You can have private tours. You pay a lot of money to do it, a lot more money and a lot of, well, no, I should say more money, but you pay a lot of money for it. But you go through another separate entrance, and uh, you can see things that the normal tourists can't, but you must do that. And um, then, of course, you have to be psychologically prepared to gain tons of weight by eating their gelato. Mm. Oh, the gelato is amazing, yeah. The fresh, it's just so nice. And they're on every corner, almost, when you walk around. Every block. Every block, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we, we I, when I was there a couple of years ago, we had tons of gelato. Yeah, it was awesome. Like after after your dinner or and any time of day. Yeah. Well, any time. I mean, I think um, every time I go to Italy, particularly Florence, I don't think I make a one block without stopping at another one. Yep, yeah, Florence. There were tons of them. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, know. Even more and than Rome. Or, yeah, yeah, I think, and it, fortunately, Florence is a walking city, so. Yeah. You're going to walk some of it off, but I mean, really, I think I have it ten times a day, and I'm not exaggerating. Oh, well. Yeah, I can't go yeah. a block or two without saying, "Oh, I've got to have some more," because you know you're not going to be there forever in Italy, mm-hmm. and you better eat it because it it doesn't taste like gelato anywhere else in the world. Right. It right. has to be that, and I, a lot of people don't go to the Baltic countries like Estonia, Lithuania, and Latvia. Right. But I want to mention a couple of things in those countries that if you do go there, or you may want to go there to do it, um, in Latvia, Riga, the capital, uh-huh. um, it's um, it's a new um, it's it's a nouveau art city. You've got a lot of nouveau art. It's the architecture and the designs of things. It's a beautiful city to go visit uh, because of the art and the architecture. It's really neat. And in Lithuania, you, in near uh, Vilnius, the capital, you must go to the Hill of Crosses. Uh, there's hundreds of crosses. I've heard about hill, that. Yeah. And there's hundreds of crosses, and there are different kinds of crosses. It's very unique. There's no place else in the world that has this. And um, in Estonia, if you go to Tallinn, uh, the capital, you must go to St. Olaf's Church. Uh, you don't have to go in it, but you must go see it because it's been hit by lightning ten times. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, and um, and it's still there and doesn't blow up or anything. And uh, you must see it because no other church in the world, to my knowledge, has been hit ten times. And um, then if you go to Croatia, um, in uh, Dubrovnik, they've got the famous wall, and um, that's a wall medieval city type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can walk along the wall, or you can bicycle along the wall. And, and most people hike that wall. 
And it's really neat. It's great mm-hmm. views, great interesting thing. And then at um, uh, there's a um, place called Plaka, P-L-A-C-A, and not, uh, people that know about it go there. And it's a bunch of rocks into the ocean, and you jump into the ocean. I mean, it, so, it sounds so stupid, doesn't it? But it is famous. I mean, mm-hmm. it's famous. And so um, it, wear clothes. You don't mind getting wet or anything. If you, if you want to go to the Plaka, and they have a, uh, several bars and restaurants in the area, and go there, and then you can go jump low or high or whatever. It's kind of neat, kind of different. And um, then it's called the Hole in the Wall, rocks, and uh, people just do it, and Hungary, uh, Hungary, I, I guess, is definitely my top three best European com- countries, because there's so much to do, but it's a country that you have to spend, uh, get a, a guide, because you can't fake Hungarian, <laughs> you can't read any of it, but there's so much to do, and right. fabulous, but one thing that you must do is go into one of their famous thermal baths. Oh, yeah, right. In Budapest? In Budapest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, play a game of chess. Uh, play, really? While, while you're in the bath? There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of steam and stuff like that. It, they're really, everyone should go to the baths anyway. But when you're there, uh, look around, because especially in the men's, of course, women can't go in there, but if, um, and I, I guess women do too, I don't know. But the men play chess, and almost every time you will see them play chess, and just watch it. It's kind of interesting and unique because nobody plays chess in a thermal bath. But it's neat. Now, Northern Ireland. Okay. Um, Most people, when they go to Northern Ireland, do go to the Giant's Causeway. Right. Right. And most people walk it, you know, walk on it for different areas. And it can be kind of dangerous if it's high waves and throwing water at waves kind of and, wet. and stuff on it, yeah. very wet. And uh, But you should, if you go to Northern Ireland, Ireland you must go there and um, at least walk on some of it because it's, it's famous, it's beautiful, it's unique, and it's sort of out in the middle of nowhere. And then one thing that many people don't know about, or maybe they do, is in Belfast. They have what is called the Black Taxi Tour, and it's adequately named. Because they take you um, on a tour of Belfast from the perspective of when they were having their, what they called their troubles, the war. Oh, oh cool. Uh, they take you to some of the many, many All famous sites. Oh, nice. Areas nice. of cool. that war. And you must do it if you're in Belfast. That would be cool. Yeah. The history. Yeah, there's some crazy history with that. Yeah. I know. It's quite unique. And uh, I know you spend a lot of time in Ireland. Yeah. And... Um, one thing that I think you must, well, there's many things you must do if you go to Ireland, the Republic of Ireland. As well, in Dublin, you must go to Trinity College and see the Book of Kells. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's amazing. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, the building, the, the library where, where they have it, and, uh, and yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's, it's quite unique and different. At Trinity, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Trinity College is... We don't have time here to talk about it, but Trinity College is famous. Yeah, yeah. from uh, many things, and authors went there, etc. And it's been mentioned in many books, and it's shown in movies, etc. But you need to go to Trinity College and go to the library and see the Book of Kells. Uh, we won't go into detail on what that is, but you need to look at it. It's world famous. I mean, Americans 
that the Book of Kells has a lot to do with American history, even directly. So you must go and look it up and go. Mm -hmm. And um, anything special in Ireland that you think they have to do, even if it's weird? Um, yeah, well, you have to have a pint of Guinness, even if you don't drink <laughs> beer. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I know. Uh, you must. Well, you got to go to a pub. you got to go to yeah, a pub. Oh, that's mandatory, and it doesn't matter where. Yeah, if, even if you don't drink, um, you know, if you don't drink alcohol or beer or anything like that, or you just go to the pub. and, and You can uh, even eat there. Yeah, yeah, they have great food and, and music, usually in the evenings oh, yeah. or in the afternoons they have. Fish and chips. The, the, oh, yeah, f f fish and chips, Robert. At room temperature. At room, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, man. Well, it's like raining. beer really cold. I don't think I could handle that. With the room temperature, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I Especially know. Get too thick. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be, it'll be raining out, too, when you're yeah. having it, probably. Yeah, and, uh, you know, but, yeah, and, and uh. Uh, let me think. Any uh, Saint Stephen's Green is really cool park in Dublin, uh, where oh, you can is, walk around. You can have your fish and chips in the park there, and uh, I, I think Saint Stephen's Green is one of my favorite places to kind of get away from the city, the hustle and bustle of the city. Uh -huh. Every city it's I like go the, to. Like um, the Central Park in New York. Yeah, yeah, as yep. a recluse. And it's okay. walking distance from the main center there, and you can right. get. Every city I go to when I travel, I try to find a park, a cool park. And usually there is a cool park in almost every city, you know, where you can go and, and see people live their day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not as touristy. Um, but uh, there's a lot of ancient ruins in Ireland. Uh, I forgot some of the names, but, like, if you look at ancient, you know, architect uh, or, like, Druid, you know, kind of, right. like, Celtic kind yeah, of ruins. Yeah, they have stone there yep. in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, a lot of different like Stonehenge uh, uh, places to go and check out. But the villages, I think the little uh, small towns in Ireland are really mm -hmm. cool. Like these, and usually there's a lot of pubs in these small little towns. Like a a town of 200 people might have like five pubs in the uh, town. Yeah, yes. You know, and uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. And that's one thing that if you're in Ireland, you must visit some of the small towns that are not touristy. Yeah. You could be the only tourist there. Yeah, Robert has a question here. Yes. So what is driving like in those small towns? Because um, you know the actor Matthew Broderick? Right. He was driving, and he got into an accident with, with a local, and it killed the other driver. So what's your advice on Americans used to, you know, the highway system and, and well-defined roads? What What's your advice for people driving in the back roads of Ireland, let's say. Thanks. Well, um, I think maybe uh, Chris might agree with me on this. Um, when you're younger, you want to drive Ireland. But I firmly believe, because as you say, the, the back roads of Ireland yeah. are narrow. In the hedgerows, they have these big hedgerows you can't see. Oh, the hedgerows yeah, you can't see. And the, and if yeah. you meet a car coming, there's not enough room for both of you to right. pass unless you right. go off the road. Right, right. And, um, and Americans are not used to that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. I highly recommend, regardless of, well, not, not in, your, in your 20s, where you're going to ride the local buses and hitchhike or whatever, but I recommend having a driver. Oh, having a driver. Just have yeah, them just drive just it. Have it yeah. It's more expensive, but you probably increase your chance of living. 
Yeah, or, or the bus. Uh, the buses go to all the, the little small towns. The buses are really great in yeah, Ireland. Yeah, they're excellent to do it, and then you can get another little bus. Yeah. And um, and if you have, you know, like a student or something, then you have a lot more time uh, mm-hmm. to wait for the bus. Yeah. And maybe end up going to a town you don't, a village that you don't think you want to go to, but you end up liking it. But I, I don't, well, Chris, I know you drove uh, Northern yeah. Ireland, something fares. Did you feel like you were going to, well, did you get off the roads, the main highways? I did, I did. I went to these ruins, you know, off the, uh, in the county roads. I got kind of lost uh, a little bit, too. I, I, I was like, hey, what, what, why don't we check out this one town? And, and I hit a, 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 what do you call that, a pylon, a pylon oh, yeah. on the road, you know. I, I clipped it. Yeah. And luckily, I didn't damage the rental car too bad. I didn't even really—it didn't damage it, but I, it was close. And and uh, but yeah, it, I was pretty nervous driving. It was tough. Um, luckily, I didn't get in any major accidents. But it was—I had to be—you had to be have your wits on you, you know. And uh, well, I know that one time when uh, we were in Ireland and you picked me up at the uh, airport in Dublin. Oh, that's right. And we had our driver. And it's a thousand times better, isn't it, when we went down to Boca to see where they did Valley Kiss Angel? Valley Kiss, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's so much better to have the driver than having to be stressed out. It, it was nice. It was nice having And it wasn't too expensive. You know, he was our guide for the day, and and we had a, he took us to that village, and then we went to yeah, the Boca. pub. That, yeah, Boca, yeah. In the Gerald's pub. In the uh, Wicklow Mountains, right? Right. In the and, Wicklows. Uh, don't you agree, Chris, that, I mean, rental car uh, in Ireland sounds romantic. Yeah. And the way to do it. But, I mean, wouldn't you have enjoyed your whole trip to Galway and up north and all that area much better if you had a rental car, a car with a driver? Oh, yeah. Uh, I would have. Yeah. It was stressful. I can tell you where you're going. Yeah. 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 And that's why I don't recommend renting a car. Really? Leave the driving to a local. That, that, I think that's a motto. Leave the driving to the local. Yep, yep. Yeah, and, and they can drive so much better. And, and you can yeah, watch and, the business oh. and let them tell you about it. Right. It just stresses everybody out in the in the tour and with your everybody with you. I got stressed out going the Galway. Um, we had, I got lost too, and and uh, it just kind of. You, you didn't go on vacation and. You know, I-15 roads to then right. deal with bad roads on your vacation yeah. in, a, in an area you're not totally unfamiliar with, driving on the other side <laughs> yeah. of, right. of the car. That makes it even more yeah. fun. Right. I think that would be hard for me. How do, how do I navigate turns when I'm used to doing it with the steering wheel on the left side of the car, whereas in uh, um, uh, the U.K., it's the right side. So I would wonder if that would causes Americans to get in accidents over there. Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, you know, you, my you, advice, you, I've lived in three countries where they drive on the other side of the road, on the right side. Right. right. Right-hand drive, I mean. And as a result, I like the right-hand drive side better than the left-hand, like we do in the States. Mm-hmm. I like it much better. To me, it's more natural. Yeah. But I really like it better. But, but... Um, how do you keep from being killed? Right. Um, you, um, it's best if you have somebody in the car with you, because as you pull out from the rental car place, uh, you, you're, you're, you're okay for about five minutes, but then you forget, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, yeah. turning, particularly turning left, left. 
left. Yeah, and the roundabouts too. And yeah, well, the, the roundabouts to get them. Yeah. And then when you turn left, you, the first few times, yeah. and they have to be wide awake with you, because you want to turn into the American side. Right. Right. And, and naturally thinking, you, and so go over there, and here's a head-on car come right to you. Yeah. And uh, I made a mistake. You have to switch over if you can. If not, you hit them. Yep. And um, yeah. so for me, if I'm by myself when I first arrive, I have to be extremely awake. Never arrive at night and rent your left-hand car drive if this first part of your trip. Never do it at night because you are going to have a rat. Yeah, even crossing the street when you're walking in town, like yeah. you, you have a tendency to look the, the other way when you're walking. And there's a lot of pe- fatalities of that, people looking the other way and then they think yeah. they're, they're clear but the car's going the other way, yeah. It's yeah, a, we're in grain. Look to the left and then to the right. Right. And there you look to the right and then to the left. Yeah. And yep. I, I had a client one time, the very, very, very first day they arrived in London. The very first day they checked into the hotel in London. We're going to go walking. They cross, went to a street and started across a street. And he looked the wrong way and was hit and killed. Yeah. Wow, yeah. It's so, yeah, yeah, and the driving is the same way. It's only really hard uh, the first couple of, uh, maybe, hour, But once uh, you really, or at night, if you're out having uh, dinner, for example, and it's, um, you've had a drink or two, and then you get in the car and start driving, you really have to be conscious because you will get killed mm-hmm. or in an accident. Well, that's great. Well, yeah, I think we, we went over a lot of great places a lot of unique i mean we bounced around europe pretty good there but i i think if you're and i think it was great because all the different regions where you go and and um and and, and thanks robert for for uh, yes. your comments there and yeah and but uh, it is important that whenever you go anywhere in the world especially europe because it's so compact look for the things that most people don't see or do I, I think that's imp- very important yeah and see the local life even too and and the yeah. local tour at these real unique tours that you talked about too then not the the main mainstream you know major right. tours but just unique like the the one in belfast sounds great and uh um yeah and the helsinki up in uh, i think that's really cool the yeah see the design museum and thing yeah i mean it really makes the trip more alive yeah, yep, and take public transportation too, and different types yes. of transportation. Uh, I think we talked on yeah. one show. Yeah. As a what I do, even in my own town, yeah, I will go out and walk a couple of blocks to a bus stop, and I will get on that bus. I live at the end of a bus route. Oh, okay. And I will get on that bus route. It goes one hour north, and I get up. Yeah. For a second, but I get right back on that bus and come right back. Yeah. Yeah. It's been about two hours on that bus. It's really inexpensive. Yeah, and that's entertainment right there, you know. Yeah, and you meet people that you would normally not meet. Right. And right. um and talk to them and it's fascinating. Yeah. I really like it. Well one time in England I, I uh I was taking a bus back home in Leeds up in Yorkshire area and this American guy lost his tour. He was uh, like in his seventies or so, and he lost his tour, and he didn't know where he was, and <laughs> and I helped him actually. I took him back to my house, <laughs> and uh, it, it, we became pen pals after that, like until really? he passed away. Yeah, like for ten years, and wow. and uh, but he was so thankful that I helped him because in the, and then we drove him back to his hotel where the tour was. But he was lost. He he had a cowboy hat in England. 
So he was, <laughs> I, I, I spotted him a mile away. <laughs> you know, I was like, you're an American. Yeah, but, but I, I helped a, a guy out, and uh, Lee, or, Lee or, Orlando was his name. And huh. Really great guy. But he lived to like 89 or 90 or something. Wow. And, uh, but, okay, what, what, what sounds good, Jerry. What, th- thanks for the great tips and, uh, and the great unique t- uh, places in Europe there. So. Well, you're more than welcome. Yeah. <laughs>